All right. So, uh, which one starts off the? Uh, uh, that would be floor is the first segment of the first yeah. or second podcast. Okay. Right. So that would be Patrick. All right. Patrick gets to explain himself <laughs> again. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Why? Patrick <laughs> explains. going to be the title himself. of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick has to He's explain top. himself again. Hey guys, my bad. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Buried Cinema, where we discuss new and lesser-known films in detail, so there will be spoilers. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. I'm Brian. I'm Steve. I'm Tom. And I'm Nate. And this podcast, we are continuing the theme from last podcast of Seconds, and we are this time we're going to be talking about my pick, Songs from the Second Floor, and Brian's pick of Once. So we're going to start off with Songs from the Second Floor. <laughs> It, Tell us what this is about, so, Patrick. Okay, so yeah, please. The first. It sounds like you're getting ready to like get a shot. So I gotta do this. Gotta say, the first movie I picked for this podcast was The Green Butchers. I had That's never good. heard of it. Oh, okay. That was I good. came across it. That was I cool. found it was kind of a quirky little Danish film. I wasn't sure I was going to be. It turned out really good. Like I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I think we all like, thought it was pretty decent. I yeah. saw this one again. I saw it sounded like from the reviews. It was a quirky little Danish film. I thought maybe I'd hit another. I thought this was Swedish. Like I think no, that this was one's... a problem. Do you like gambling? Like playing blackjack or something? I always bet on and, blue. And you right? win once. <laughs> always think, bet on oh, blue. I'm going to win again. Yeah. I won the first time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you fr- you played poker with him. When you, you say it like true. that, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yes, if you roll roulette and you get 18, you're definitely not going to bet on 18 next time. Really is the smarter choice. Yes. But that wasn't what I was thinking at the okay. time. So <laughs> I picked Songs from the Second Floor, which I think we as a group will discuss what it's about. I don't really <laughs> want to necessarily give a plot summary. No, no, you um, have to. <laughs> yes, summarize so, the plot. Your punishment. People <laughs> sometimes sit on the edge of their bed naked. No, not just people. Old, old fat, old saggy people. <laughs> saggy people sit on the edge of their bed naked sometimes. And, and what do they say? Blessed are they who sit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in all honesty, what the fuck does that mean? I think it was. A I mean, I think moving, there's a lot of meaning to that. Y- yeah, it, it really. It, it was a moving tribute to I, those I think of us that. That phrase does have meaning. Blessed are the lazy. No, contemplate. They don't get enough props. people who take a time to contemplate life, to think about things, and not just yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. but, I, like you, I like where you're going with this, Steve. All yeah. right. However, no, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. I take it all back. In the parts, not giving legitimacy. I don't want to help well, you. No, I'll take it. Right I don't want to sit here and talk about Velahos's poetry. I don't think yeah. anybody. I don't think any of the storyline or the character. Story? Okay. <laughs> Any of the skits um, kind of led to the, the, that you know inner reflection moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So had it done that, uh, I don't know. All right. So I'll so. I'll start with Kevin. What, what? All right. Uh, I originally thought that Stephen had chose this movie, so I was cursing him. <laughs> um, and then he quickly reminded me that it was your choice, Patrick. Um, I, I I hated the movie. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat that. But I tried my damnedest to understand it, and I couldn't. And, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, I think that's the guy from earlier in the movie. But wait, is he dead? Because now he's talking to a dead friend, and there's a guy who keeps walking up who's got a broken noose who was hanging next to his naked sister. Or, or No, she wasn't naked. There's a bunch of old naked people. In there. Um, and then what was with the traffic jam and, and the people doing kind of the Monty Python horse whipping in the background? Oh, my gosh. That was so Well, strange. look, to, to give this movie just the barest amount of context, Please. right? It's a, seri- it's a vignette film based on the works of a poet. Pretty, so pretty much these vignettes are drawn from Peruvian. the Peruvian poet Cesar Vallejo, his poetry. So I kind of get that. Okay. And the, the whipping co- actually comes from T.S. Eliot and the idea of... The nine to five, the okay. drive of and going and to I, work. I've and seen kind of, that yeah. in other movies. That I and I kind of you know had that suspicion, but I, I wasn't aware of the the whole vignette setup. So that again, it was I had a suspicion that these are all little 
little stories within the story. But I, I'm kind of chalking it up to just a massive cultural gap, but I'm still giving it an F. Yeah. I don't think so. All right. I think this is trying to make a movie out of poetry. That doesn't work. You can't just ma like it make can. a movie. No, I, I don't think so. Not just but there, like but, not just taking uh, a movie or poetry and turning that directly into a movie. I don't think that works. You know, you need a story. You need some sort of something to pull you into the movie, characters to care about, things like that. And you can't just take a poem and or poetry and turn that into a movie. So what grade would you give it? Oh, this gets an F. <laughs> a, a, a hard, Ouch. I wish there was a, we need to add a WTF. Yeah. As a, as a grade. Lower than an F. Yes, yeah. yes, because, you know, what, what our grading system needs is more confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Bless clarity. Exactly. That's exactly uh, what we need. Yeah. At one point, we watched, me, Patrick, and Tom watched this together. And at one point, I turned to Patrick and told him, I hate your guts. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I hate your guts. I believe I responded with, blessed are they. <laughs> I think he did. I really Sorry. can't hear Patrick at all. Oh. He's very ashamed. Yes. <laughs> right. Sorry, Tom, they moved him into the corner. <laughs> yeah, but isn't the microphone on you? How it is. He's talking is a little it? quiet. Yeah. yeah. Um Nate, what do you think? Um, this is the kind of movie that people watch, that Americans watch, and it makes them hate European movies. <laughs> like Yes, it does. This this is the stereotypical what the hell is going on? There is no plot. Um, I'm I'm impressed by some of the stuff he did in, in this because the filmmaking aspects of this, some of the, the composure to these shots, apparently it took him four years to make this movie. <laughs> and, but some, some of these scenes of the people like whipping themselves, it's it has to be perfectly coordinated. It, it would take a lot of effort to make this movie. It reminded me a lot of actually um, Orson Welles' The Trial. Right, the same sort of absurdist imagery, the, but with these with these massive wide shots. The shot with everybody dragging their stuff into the airport. Yes, that which, was impressive. That scene is just crazy. But the problem is, like like you said, Stephen, each little vignette, I'm having such a hard time bringing any sort of composure to this. If yeah. if maybe I was in the right mindset, I don't know. I f I feel like Stephen, you're you're our best bet for knowing Caesar Vallejo you, because you have the MFA in poetry. But he is—he is not known to me. When I was no, looking, I've never heard of him. Yeah, when I was looking his stuff up, he is apparently considered like the, um, in some ways, the the South American Walt Whitman. So he's apparently a very important, very influential guy. But there's just that cultural boundary. Um, not people read a lot of translated poetry. That's not unusual. Um, at least it, definitely for Americans, it's not unusual. Well, this is Peruvian poetry. Remember being filtered through Swedish sensibilities. Yeah, and it's for so for American audiences, which is us. Yeah, there's there's moments in this that are impressive acts of filmmaking. I I'm not willing to give this an F. There's not much I enjoyed about it. There are moments I was like, wow, that was cool. Um, that that final scene, which takes so long, where the little girl who's blind walks up to him, right, and they're throwing away the crucifixes. Um, and then he throws the it's either a final crucifix or a gas can at him, and all the people jump up from the fields. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah. That made me. I was. I was like, oh my gosh, there were just a hundred people waiting there that whole time. <laughs> yeah, really. The the coordination, the direction. That's an impressive achievement. But I feel like this is so much just an experiment. Should probably be studied by special film critics. But the average movie go goer, or someone special. who's interested. Yeah, special film critics. The average movie movie goer, or somebody who just likes watchable films. So, what grade did you wind up giving it? D. All right. Brian? Didn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tom? So that might be the best grade you get. <laughs> the abstention. Incomplete. Incomplete. <laughs> I. We give it an I. Nice. I love when my students tell me that because it means less grading. I didn't do yeah. it. Great. I'll give you a zero. No <laughs> trouble. Easier for both of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, what did you think? Uh, what did what did we call this? I think it was like Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, but without a sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it, it it really did actually remind me a lot of The Meaning of Life, just the the style of the way the vignettes worked. Um, 
I think it's trying to be funny though. There's the weird scene well, with the magician sawing the guy in half. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, yeah, it's horrible. There are ow. there are ow, ow, ow. <laughs> there there are a few of the vignettes that actually did find funny, and that one kind of worked for me. The scene where they introduce the crucifix vendor, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like the the Jesus swinging on the cross for like five minutes <laughs> while they're talking. I, for some reason, I just found that hilarious. Um, then there are some things that. That, that I kind of appreciated in a very bizarre way, like when they're explaining to the little the little girl uh, before they push her off the cliff. Yeah, like that had that kind of had a long setup where you didn't really know where it was going, and then suddenly you realize where it was going. It was like, holy crap, this is dark. But I kind of appreciated what they were doing there. And then there are some that were just so out of nowhere, like the gang of kids just suddenly stabbing that foreign guy in the street. Yeah, that I just didn't understand why that was in there it just seemed really nasty and yeah i kept waiting for it to come back or something and it and didn't i think he i think he might have been in that procession at the end where what they was talking about where the people were walking toward the guy and then all the people jumped up in the field because uh, you, you had the little girl who jumped off the cliff and then you had like all these other people who had, had met their end mm-hmm. there was just enough to elevate this to a d for me because i really didn't enjoy the majority of it uh, and I think, like you know, part of that is cultural disconnect. I can I can sometimes get over that if there's enough to hold on to. But yeah, just just for a few vignettes here and there that I thought were interesting or funny, I'll give it a D. Okay, I'm pretty much in the same boat as everyone. Um, yeah, a couple, like you said, a couple of vignettes here and there. Otherwise, it was just. I feel like I I could give it a D if any of those vignettes were clearly tied together. But yeah. even that, yeah, I'm guessing it, like you said, maybe that the girl in the end or the guy in the end was somehow tied back. But I, I couldn't even make heads or tails of that. So I'm going to give it an F, too. The one that stands out to me the most is the one where he walks in and his wife's laying on the bed. His hands are all dirty and he starts, like, rubbing her butt. Yeah. And he's, like, getting dirt all over. I'm like, dude, go wash your hands. <laughs> that drove me nuts. Yeah. I hate that scene was the worst. Yeah. Give her a yeast infection. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, no, this this just didn't pan out the way I'd hoped. <laughs> so, um, so with three Fs, two Ds, and an incomplete. <laughs> that would give songs from a second floor. Uh, yeah, it gets an actual F. Uh, Patrick, mm. you have officially made Bryce Dallas Howard cry. Yeah, I think, I, done, <laughs> I think I've done that before, actually. He did with Straight to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> straight to Hell, but Straight to Hell got straight Fs. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Brown Star. So this isn't, yeah. this isn't the <laughs> total straight Fs, but it is still an F. You still made her cry. Don't you need uh, to have straight Fs to make Bryce Dallas Howard cry? Apparently just not. Just, just I think it's just an F. It's just a bug in the code. They'll fix it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with uh, weeping Bryce Dallas Howard, we shall throw this up <laughs> on Flick Chart. If you don't know, (laughs) Flickchart is a website where you can rank your movies. So you can compile a list of the movies you've seen. Can someone run Flickchart for me? Uh, Kevin did a pretty good job last time. Kevin, you were adequate. Kevin has a radio voice. I don't know if you guys realize that. Yeah, no, I I have noticed that. We should have him do our promos. Oh, I could fall asleep to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he has an NPR radio voice, but you know. (laughs) I have a face for radio. Um, <laughs> he said it himself. I did. Sounds mm-hmm. from the, it sounds like from it. the second songs. Song. Damn it, I keep doing Song. it. Songs. Songs. Songs from the second 2000? Se- really? Yeah. It feels like something made in the 70s when everybody's coked out of their minds. No, this feels like something made... In Sweden, in the or I don't know, I don't know why I thought this was a Danish film. It just, I guess, it's just the yeah. the look of it. No, I thought it was Danish. Okay, too. It just looks Danish. All right, so now we're going to add the movie to Flickchart. Uh, if you don't know, Flickchart's a website you can go to uh, and you can create a list of movies. So I get, I get to I get to pick between intros. This I was saying use his. His was better. <laughs> oh, did you already do one? Yeah. No, sorry, can we tell you where you can stick it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Flickchart loves us. <laughs> yeah. We're well, just we're just doing so, so much for them. Oh, we're bringing them, yeah. you know, 
tens and tens of traffic. Um, <laughs> I'm sure no one, no one has listened to our podcast and been like, how the hell do I find this place? <laughs> what do I do on it? <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one up here, Songs from the Second Floor, comes up against The Final Cut, uh, recent Robin Williams. The Final Cut. I'm going to go The Final Cut. I'm going The Final yeah. Cut. It's yeah, actually a good, cut. that's a good middle-of-the-road movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Next matchup we have here, Songs from the Second Floor or Straight Outta Compton? Straight Outta Compton. I haven't seen it. Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Good enough. Brian, did you see this? Still haven't seen Songs from the Second Floor, so... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Third matchup, Songs from the Second Floor against Days of Heaven. Days of Heaven. Days of Heaven. Days of Heaven. Didn't see it. Days of Heaven. Right, yeah. on its steady climb to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Songs from the second floor or The Wizard. The Wizard. The wizard. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just want to abstain. You know what? Songs you know, from the you know second what? floor. I'm gonna, yeah, Songs from the second floor. Oh, there's, no. There's, these are both bad movies, but there is actual effort and art to Songs from the second floor. But there's marketing in The Wizard. <laughs> Bad marketing for a bad device. For bad products. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? they don't yeah. even know the product they're using. I have to side with Nate and Tom. Oh. I mean, as you guys started talking about some of the just the grand scale of some of the scenes, that was very impressive. Yeah. Bah. So just to, no. There's there's nothing good about the wizard. To get to get a couple know, hundred what? people together. Yeah. It, it takes talent. The wizard, no. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you know the Wizards of Bad Movie. Why are you always surprised it's a, when it's a nostalgia answer? thing? I I remember watching that and loving that movie. All right. Okay. So now uh, we we halted its decline a little bit. Songs from the Second Floor versus Water for Elephants. Water for Elephants. Didn't see it. Haven't seen it. <sighs> it has elephants. Wa- and it has water. I'm going I Water for I Elephants. Don't really like uh, elephants. You and like uh, elephants? What's his name? Pat Patton? I really Robert hate, Pattinson? hate that I'm Pattinson. always defending this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of wished he died in Harry Potter. So, uh, Oh, no, he did he die. Did I was die glad that he died. He did die. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I his best my role. Wish, my wish came oh, man. R.I.P. No, Cedric Diggory, dude. No, like, I, come on. I didn't like him. Yeah. I wish he died again harder the second time. <laughs> <laughs> they could do that I wish there was they? a DVD button you could hit that made him. <laughs> it just did it slower. It just really dragged it out. <laughs> Slow motion about a cadaver. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, got us off track there a little bit. Um, so we had one and one. Did we get a third vote? Nate said water for elephants. And yeah, I said Water say? for Elephants. Water for Elephants. Oh, I thought you said yeah. songs. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Somebody, doesn't somebody hate this movie? Water for Elephants. Me, uh, I think we all kind of hate the Tom movie. Hates it. Me, okay. I hate this. I do. I hate this movie. I know it I know it has Christoph Waltz, and he's good. And I do like The Elephant, but other than that... <laughs> the Elephant is awesome. All right. Well, this next one's a little <sighs> more uplifting. Uh, songs from the Second Floor against The Hobbit, 1977 animated. Oh. Mm. I'm going The Hobbit. Yeah, The Hobbit. As disappointing as it was on rewatching, I'm st- yeah. I still choose that any day over something. Yeah, I agree. It's only disappointing because we kind of are like really judging it critically. Yeah. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah if I'm just sitting down to watch it, I, I, you know, I would gladly show that to my kids or anything like that. It'd yeah. be great. Okay. I don't know how to turn it off, guys. <laughs> going The Hobbit. All right. Okay, well, in that case, then, Songs from the Second Floor gets put up against something I haven't seen yet, and I don't know if I want to, based on the oh, you poster. Do. Star Crash. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. No. I, I would rather watch Star Crash. Star any, Crash. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Star Crash. Based it is on, such a on bad where this movie, currently but I'd rather watch sits it. in our ranking, yeah, I'm not going to run out and go see it. If you're in the mood for, I, like, a, just a ridiculous... Is it animated? No. 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 Oh, then Ridiculous no Star Wars ripoff kind of. I mean, there's it's a hilarious. robot that was apparently made in like the deep hills of Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I only saw it as MST3K. Yeah. Redid. Oh, okay. Did it. Okay. It's fantastic. Yeah. Deep dark hills. So, sorry, I got sidetracked. Did anybody go songs on the second floor? I'm thinking about it. Tom, you want to hold out again? It's okay. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'll go with songs for the second floor. Star Crash wins that. 
Songs from the Second Floor against Independence Day Resurgence. Songs from the Second Floor. Independence mm. Day. This is my line. Uh, I think Independence Day. Trying to find something from Independence Day to hold on to. Songs from the Second Floor. It was better yeah. than Songs from the Second Floor. What the? Name Any something. Of it. Name one I, thing. I, the I'm Warlord gonna... who fought the... You can't okay, even do it. Can you complete your sentence? No. The Warlord, the... The suggested story that would have been way cooler. The suggested story of the warlords <laughs> fighting the aliens in the African. Yeah, yeah, that would have been so cool. Yeah. I almost said the African outback. I don't think that makes sense. As disappointing as Independence Day was, I would still watch that any day. I don't think I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Kevin. Just it's a bad sequel. It is. Oh, it is. I completely agree. But it does have that suggested prequel. <laughs> Right. That makes it more frustrating, though. <laughs> oh, Brian, you wish you'd seen songs. Here's your chance. Songs from the second floor, or we're back a dinosaur story. I thought you were going to say Six String Samurai. Oh, <laughs> Just to <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> well, obviously Six String Samurai. Yeah, no, I'm going we're back a dinosaur story. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Someone other than me said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going songs from the second floor. All right, so I don't have kids, but everything I've heard from you guys talking about kids and how the fact that they watch movies over and over again, I, I can't choose this because I don't want to end up ever showing this piece of shit to my children So because then I'd have to watch it over and over again. Although this isn't bad. At one point, I'm pretty sure I had the entire movie of Snow White memorized. Nate, you're going songs? I'm going songs. Tom I'll show that to my children first. Tom went songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They won't get any of it. See, see you get that girl getting pushed off the cliff? That's what happens if you don't make your bed. That's right. <laughs> There's only so much room in the lifeboat, children. Where did you go? That's another great one. I'll just show well, them Hitchcock's it's, lifeboat. It's the last so, option songs from the second floor, I guess. Okay. That That's puts brutal. songs from the second floor at a whopping 504. Oh, I broke the 504. 504 nice. out of 539. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have to... I have to illustrate something to you guys for just a second here about the movies that I've watched over the past two months for this podcast and otherwise. I was going back over my viewing and of all the new movies that I've seen, I have a new mystery science theater movie ranked higher than like six other movies. (laughs) (laughs) I have a movie that I watched on the new season of mystery science theater ranked higher than the Transformers, UHF, uh, Songs from the Second Floor, Alien Covenant, and The Circle. Wow. So, like, five... So it's been a rough month for you. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a rough... Well, Actually, because I, I, I watched The Circle, Transformers, and UHF in the month of May. Oh. So it's, like, within... It's almost within yeah. one month. It sounds like you're making a plea to us to <laughs> pick better movies. Yeah, kind of. I think so. I... <laughs> but I, I did also watch Train to Busan. Ooh. Yes. Steve and I watched Train to Busan. Yeah, that was good. Cool, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, all right. Hey, guys. What I've more? been telling you Korean movies, and you watched that without me, without me even yeah. to suggest it. Look at the effect I've had on your life. <laughs> Very deep down, you want to go lick some armpits. That didn't bother me. That was Steven's problem. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> I'm kind of into that. The hairier, the better. <laughs> just got just to gotta get in there. And so that wraps up. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> From the second floor, we've sort of brought it. for not being uh, being assertive there. (laughs) We sort of brought it full circle. Uh, We're going to come back and talk with Brian's pick of once. (laughs) Once we come back, yes. Quince. The second we come back. Once. Quince. Okay, welcome back. I. Got to pair my movie based off of uh, Patrick's pick. And in terms of theme, I'm pretty sure I was way off. But I've watched it. Because you chose a good movie. (laughs) I know, right? Um, He chose a movie about music. and Or a movie I thought was going to be about music. Yeah. And so kind of to... Screw over Nate's theme. I chose a movie called Once <laughs> instead of Seconds. It's a it's a musical about a uh, an Irish vacuum cleaner repairman 
who uh, wants to become a professional singer. Um, and a Czech immigrant um, basically pushes him to uh, pursue this dream. And then they fall in love but can't be together. Let's start off with Nate. Um, I'm conflicted with this movie. It, so my, my grade is an A, but I'm going to sound like really bitter for giving this movie an A. <laughs> um, this movie's fantastic. This movie is probably perfect. It's such just a wonderful piece wow, of art. The bitterness in your voice, Nate. That's, I yeah. can't take it. So cold. No, but seriously, <laughs> when I think when I think about this movie, it's at, at the end of the day, this is just this is just a fictionalization of Glenn Hansard making an album. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm kind of pissed off about that. Like, just do a documentary, and and at, at the same time, it just annoys me. Like, oh yeah, your life's so tragic. You 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 get to live this like perfect little like artist life. Oh, I can't feel the struggle of like expressing myself through music, and I'm so talented. Oh, you want to love me too? Sure, and you'll be my muse. It's just, oh my gosh. But it's so good. <laughs> there you go, Steve. I, that, I'm like, I, hate, yeah. I hate this man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, watching this movie, and I didn't, all right, so I didn't, like, she's probably in the other room, and I just couldn't want to watch, but whatever. I didn't want to show this to Sarah because then she'd just be like, it's so good. And I've been like, you just shut up. <laughs> stupid. It's just like, I mean, the man is just so gosh darn romantic, and their relationship is perfectly tragic. And it follows the the progression of the album as he makes it, and that's super cool. And his stupid beard is perfectly unkempt, and I just want to just run it over. So whatever, I give this movie an A. I don't, I don't want to talk about this. What are talking about? It's awesome. I so Nate, I hear I, the bitterness, but is it laced with jealousy? That's what I was going to say. Oh, there's yeah. a, there's <laughs> a slight, oh, a slight yes. of jealousy in your yeah. voice. I also, it's I also, subtle, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so we, we all have those genres of movies that we that we just don't like, right? We just yeah. don't like. And mine happens to be the like the the struggling artist film. And I I don't I actually have a real struggle whenever I'm reading Stephen King books because he often writes about that like. Yeah. The poor struggling artist. And I'm I'm just like, just get it, just get a job and then and keep writing your darn thing. Like don't don't struggle, you loser. And, and so I this this is the genre that I have a huge distaste for. And it's it's the not the musical. I love musical. That's part of the reason I'm so bitter and jealous, is this this is such a fun way to look at a modern musical. But it's it's that whole thing of like, my life's really hard. Your life is not hard. You have the ability to sit around and play the guitar for the rest of your life. And it's the same way. I, I was this, you might remember, I was this bitter with the crazy, you know, DJ Jesus guy movie that we watched. <laughs> sympathy, yeah. for, sympathy. sympathy for Delicious? You're comparing this to Sympathy for Delicious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh. I, I have the same amount of bitter anger towards that movie that, that I do towards Once, but I recognize that Once is an amazing film. But honestly, my emotional connection is probably exactly the same. <laughs> I'm really conflicted by this film. I have no idea how to feel, guys. Okay. That was, that was one of the greatest reviews of a film I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, just done. He's probably um, going to bring up Boyhood, too. Just crush me. <laughs> you brought it up, so... Any any discussion herein is your fault, um, Steve. <laughs> this movie reminds me a lot of Boyhood. So. <laughs> no, in the uh, fact that it doesn't at all. No, it doesn't at all. I didn't. I didn't actually get the feeling that this was a struggling artist thing. I mean, he was a musician. He enjoyed doing it, but there was no real struggle. Yeah, he was he was working you know, as a back. He was working. Yeah, he, he was, you know. Yeah, he wasn't starving. He wasn't no, living in a slum. He wasn't or, like yeah. suffering for his art or any of that stuff. Right. Um, so I didn't get that side of it. I actually felt like this was a just a simple love story, and you know that love story is really about him finding a muse. So in that sense, it is about an artist, but it's about an artist finding a muse that mm. you know basically it gives him the spark he needs to actually do something with his art. That's, you know, it's the John Keats 
moment where pretty much everything John Keats did was shit until the last two months of his life because he met <laughs> Fannie Mae and he got the spark he needed. So, and that's, that's kind of how I felt about this. I, I, I saw this movie when it came out. I thought it was brilliant. I love the soundtrack for this. The music is, I mean, it's that Irish pub, soulful kind of, I don't know, that, that music that just sort of grabs you. you can, I don't know, it's relaxing, but also passionate at the same time. And mm -hmm. so, the, but aside from that, this love story, I thought it was amazing, right? Because you have these two people that obviously are in a way meant for each other. But if they would have ended up together at the end of this movie, I probably would have hated it. If they would have been together at the end of this movie, I would have said, that it's stupid. I would want nothing to do with it. But the fact that it's just this moment where she inspires him and he inspires her as well, and there's this mutual mm -hmm. respect and, and uh, romantic love, obviously. I mean, that's why she doesn't show up, because she knows that would kind of ruin it at the end. It, it's, right. it's actually a beautiful love story and a perfect love story that it doesn't get ruined by... I don't know. It doesn't become fake. It doesn't become Hollywoodized. And I, I absolutely love that about this. So I give it an A. This is a good month for me, other than Patrick. Hmm. <laughs> other than me personally, or the song? <laughs> we'll just leave it as it is. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick, Tom, let's move on to you. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm still not sure. Completely, how I feel about this movie. I, I feel like, I feel like I would have absolutely loved this movie like ten or maybe even five years ago. I think it's a really good movie. I guess I was expecting to connect with it a little more personally than I did, and that might be the thing that's just making me question. I don't know. Oh, before I forget, did you guys? Have you guys you read? Feel about like the... this isn't the kind of guy you want to date anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the moody musician type. Yeah. Uh, um. There's a fan theory that I found interesting. I don't know if you guys have read it. That this uh, Glenn Hansard's character in this movie is the same character he played in The Commitments. Oh, really? Because at the end of The Commitments, he's busking on the streets of Dublin. Ah. And then this movie starts off with him busking on the streets of Dublin. Huh. And they never they never tell you his name. Yeah, yeah. it's just, just guy and girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm really not sure. I'm kind of between a B and an A here. Can we come back around? Yep. All right. All right, Patrick, for real this time. Um, I don't know. Uh, Nate summed it up pretty well. <laughs> um, I, I I feel like I'm in that. I I think I'm in that same spot where Tom and Nate. I I, I really like this movie, but there's something about it I don't want to give it an A. There's something. It's a solid B, easy. You know, like you said, I like the fact that they didn't get together in the end, and it wasn't the standard Hollywood ending. Mm -hmm. um, I love the music. You know, I mean, when they sat down, he started. When she took him to the shop where she played piano, and yeah. he went back there, and they started. That was just beautiful. Oh, falling slowly is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, of I mean, all time. That, that was. I just love that song. Amazing. Yeah. At the same point, like you said, it's to some degree, it's not a, it's not a mockumentary. But it's a document, it's a fictionalized documentary, which mm -hmm. at the grand scheme of things, you know, if I'm just watching a documentary, I'm not trying to, it, like if this was a documentary of him, I'm not trying to give it an A, because it would be, okay, it's just a documentary of the guy, it's interesting, I enjoyed it, it's a B. So I feel kind of like that's kind of what it was, even though they made a fictional aspect of it, it still pretty much was that, you know what I mean? You know, doesn't so think, great art come out of truth, right? <laughs> Which is better, Contiki or Contiki? <laughs> Contiki. Glad we covered uh, that. <laughs> there, there is a documentary uh, about... Contiki? Actually, uh, yes, no. No, about the swell season. Hmm. The what? Really? The, the swell the season. Album. Well, the swell season is, oh. is their, their name, uh, Glenn Hansard right? and Marquis de Erglova, yeah. as an artist, as a musical act, the swell oh. season. Okay. Um, and there, there was a documentary that was filmed in the wake of this film because they did actually form a relationship during the making of this film and they had already performed together before this film and so a lot of their actual relationship kind of comes across in this i mean he he was yeah. an, an older musician and she was quite young yep. just like they are in the movie i don't know i have a hard time being like if you're just basically being yourself in a movie that's one I, of the things that made me like it better though was yeah. the, the characters 
didn't so seem genuine. like they were trying. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. The dad, oh, the, the, the yeah, shopkeeper. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the drunk guy in the beginning of the thing. Drug. Oh, and, that was great. The yeah. drug, he was hilarious. Yeah. And it, it seemed so fluid the whole way through. Yeah. But unexpected. That's why the yeah. dad, oh, actually, yeah. I love the dad. When he tells the dad, yeah. right. I'm going, yeah. and dad's like, you've got to go. Yeah. It was so unexpected. Yeah. When he's yeah. like, I have money saved for you if you yeah. need it. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, you've waited too long. No, it's like, there's no reason not when he, when to he, give this movie an A. When he pl yeah, that's, the, that's my problem. Is I, I feel like there's no reason not to give this movie an A, and yet why do I not? Right. And, I don't, and to some degree, maybe it's... Kind of, I feel like with Nate, Dead there's inside. a bit of begrudging jealousy of, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's that's that. That's true, you're a Because I was a musician, yeah, I mean, I, I never really, right. so there is, you see somebody really talented, you're like, damn, I wish I was, you yeah, know, so yeah. I think some of that might just be. Spite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and called... I fully admit, you know, yeah, no, I'm going to give it an A. I think part of my problem, too, is I so, rec I so recently saw Sing Street, and I loved that just entirely, and I didn't quite get that same have that same response to this. Oh, somebody mm. else touched on this, though. I thought, I think Nate, somebody called it a musical. And I yeah. thought, yeah, like, this is exactly, how, like, I don't mind the music through this at all. You know, because like, yeah. the musical, usually it's like, okay, they're singing, it's about the thing, and I get a little bit, nah, whatever. Right. Here, it's like, he's singing yeah. about what's going on, and that's fantastic. That's exactly, you know, yeah. like, you're right, you're right. It's a musical that I love. Yeah. So, I thought that My was favorite scene in this film is... When the batteries die in her C the CD player, yeah, she's walking and back she from goes the to, store. She yeah, that that whole yeah. shot of her walking back from the shop and listening to the music and singing the song, yeah, yeah. hands down my favorite scene in the film. I love that scene. I think I find something slightly off putting about Glenn Hansard. I it's just I can't put my finger on it. Are you I jealous like his of music. his beard? No, I like his music. <laughs> it's perfectly uncommon. Um, <laughs> perfectly. Uncommon. I think he's I think he's good in the movie. There's just. Something about him, I just... Maybe he's a shite in real life. <laughs> he probably is. Most musicians are. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give this an A. You as well, Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it an A. All right, Kevin. I'm giving this an A. Oh. Love the movie. star. Uh, wow. Yeah. However... Hey, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> however, um, I completely disagree with what you guys are saying about the way it ended. I think they are two insecure schmucks for going back. <laughs> they just with need to get together. The the dad who uh, did they ever tell you why she left him? Was he abusive? No, or I, I think he was I just kind of a douche. Okay, yeah. so for whatever she felt, hey, I need to get the hell out of here and take my kid and my mom and go somewhere else. Good for her. The guy, his girlfriend, cheated on him, and he's going to go crawling back to her. So I'm calling bullshit on that. And yes, is it the, the convenient Hollywood ending? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I wanted. I, I, now, that being said, I love the way that it ended. I love the fact that he bought her a piano and you just see the joy in her face. Mm -hmm. And she's sharing that with her daughter and the neighbors that apparently come over whenever they want. To watch TV. Right, yeah. and, and you kind of see Watch that, TV to learn English. Yeah. yeah. He's going to London, I think, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so you see he's, he's also moving forward. So I get that, I'm, but I'm hoping the the dad and the girlfriend crash and burn, and they find somebody else that's worth yeah. these people's time. I say, so would you had they just parted and he went to London just for the music career, and she stayed and didn't bring the husband back? Would you have been okay with it if they didn't yes. specifically go back to their respective others? Yes, because okay. and, and I kind of like you said, I knew she wasn't going to show up. Yeah, I, I really wanted her to, and I I'm okay with it. You know, oh, yeah, kudos to the writer for not doing the easy way out. I get yeah. that. Um, but, yeah. No, I, I love this movie. I really do. Yeah. yeah, it's something hard when you see, especially because they were basically playing themselves. Like, yeah. you yeah. see two people who clearly are in love with each other, and they right. don't get to, you're, you're, of course, you're rooting for them yeah. to get together. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, all, it was all about the music, right? Yeah. And if they end up together, then that, that destroys the muse. Yep. Right? So you have to have that longing that, right. you know, yeah. otherwise that, that muse is dead. Once, you, once you're satisfied, oh, yeah. you're satisfied. And it's so over. now they're yeah, both right? going to go for the next 10 years writing songs about the one that got away. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's it's how the, it will come out great. It's I've been happily married for 10 years. I haven't written, written a shit. damn thing. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I swear. 
I mean, seriously. So there, Kate, yeah. damn it, when I, I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was alone in my room in college, I wrote tons of songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, right. yeah. Art is born out of desperation. Yeah, exactly. it is. It is. Shakespeare in Love, the ending of yeah. that movie is so perfect. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it is because it recognizes that fact that you have to have that. Whatever. It beats Saving Private Ryan. I don't like that movie either. <laughs> well, yeah. the Truman Show wasn't even nominated, so don't get me started. <laughs> if I saw Glenn Hansard in a bar, I would come up to him and ask for his autograph because he's so charming. Yeah, that's exactly and what talented. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that man has an acoustic version of Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. That is so damn good. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it just might be the sexiest song I've ever heard in my whole the life. Only thing... I'm giving it an A as well. I mean, the music's really good. The you know, it, the acting is good. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I enjoy the fact that they don't end up together at the end. Yeah, unless anyone else has anything to say, because I mean, I can't really add anything to the conversation that hasn't already been said. Uh, we can add it to flick chart. Do it. All right. All right. Brian, do you, you want to do it? I got it right here. <laughs> okay. Double dog dare you. <laughs> the first movie up is anyone have a guess? Mars Attacks. Oh, okay. Once. Yeah. I've heard once. of that. Yeah, I'm going once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. I'd be shocked if anyone went Mars Attacks. Once or Attack the Block? Once. Once. Attack the Block. Once. I've only seen once once. I've seen Attack the Block twice. <laughs> I'm going to go once. But if you see once twice, you'll think twice about once. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually go attack the block here, but once wins. Once or the Mask of Zorro? Once. 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 Ooh. Once doesn't have panther fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand. Yeah, but Mask of Zorro does. <laughs> 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 Uh, Just see now true. that my logic is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mask of Zero. Yeah. yeah. What? Yay! Oh my god! People are ridiculous. So funny! You're wearing the same shirt as me. <laughs> it's just I love it's it's an old-fashioned swashbuckler, and I love it. Yeah, it's good, I think but, there's yeah. I have no problems with it. None. No complaints. And all your complaints for once are purely. Purely cosmetic. They're purely personal and <laughs> just me dealing with my own inadequacies. Whatever. I just need to meet Glenn Hansard so I can get over this. We, we'll talk it out over time. It'll be okay. Once or Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies. Uh, yeah, Bridge of Spies. I feel like as a dad, yeah, I should choose Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. But as an angsty college student. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I'll go Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Take that, Glenn Hansard. Your line is Tom Hanks' World War II movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Cold War. Just Tom Hanks movies. Just take that. Once or The Guard? Mm. I don't think I saw it. Irish movies. It's an Irish off. Which movie's oh. more Irish? I don't know because Brendan Gleeson is yeah, Irish enough so, for everybody else in the world. So Irish, <laughs> and his 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 performance in that is actually really nuanced. It, it is, is. It's yeah. a great performance. He's pretending. He is consciously pretending to be a stereotype and allowing the other characters to think that he's a stereotype. Yeah. Um, even though he enjoys a fair amount of the, you know, his his character enjoys getting drunk and carousing, but there's a intelligence behind it that he wants to hide so that he can keep taking advantage of people underestimating him. It actually makes him a better law enforcement officer. I think I'm going to go the guard. I'm still going once. Yeah, same here. I think it's more Irish. Does it make us tied? No, I'm going to go the guard. Once is now number 91 on our flick chart. Top 100. Wow. That's cool. I was actually expecting people to not like it. That is above in the name of the father, Irish. but it is below my left foot. Wait, that's backwards. <laughs> no, apparently not. Mm. That's where it stands in Irish films. 
below my left foot, but above in the name of the Father. <laughs> yes. It's also above Albert Nobbs, Dallas Buyers Club, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the best Christmas movie we've done on the podcast. <laughs> um, and it is Only because also... we haven't done Die Hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is also next below, time. <laughs> below Rubber. It's below Lester Miserables. We haven't had a movie get up far enough to get to Les Mis in a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's because we've been doing crap like Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not crap. It's middle of the road, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Our list is so bad. <laughs> Mediocre piddlances like... <laughs> like Oscar-winning films. We, we need more months like last month to get like it Like Oscar-winning films that actually deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to come back and we're going to tell you what we're watching next month. Next month on Buried Cinema, I choose Edgar Wright's new writing, directing movie, Baby Driver, starring Ansel Elgort, Lily James, John Hamm. Kevin Spacey, John Bernthal, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, apparently. <laughs> and Big Boy from Outcast. <laughs> right. It is a movie about a driver for um, babies for heists. Oh. And as a result, uh, my theme is heist movies. I have no idea who else has picks on this month. I have the second pick all right tom then let's go to you what is your second pick for my heist movies well first of all i'm looking forward to baby driver like probably more than anything else right now so i'm really excited about that one you know i think it's going to be good i have a feeling it's going to tank in the box office i'm really worried about it just because the title people aren't going to understand it well i mean it's the name of the character yeah but yeah people don't get that and he's a driver yeah, there's, right. that Simon and, there's a Simon and Garfunkel song that I'm sure everybody knows about. No. <laughs> yeah, there's a this Simon a, and Garfunkel song. This is a marketing driver. nightmare. The the best way to market this movie is to just show people the trailer because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's got great music in it. It looks like it's got a ton of action and it's going to be funny. Watch the trailer. It's going to be good. Yeah. Anyway. So the movie I'm pairing with that is Three Kings. With Keanu Reeves? No. With George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube, Spike Jones, uh, directed by David O. Russell. This was the first R-rated movie that I saw in the theater, and it kind of changed my perspective on filmmaking quite a bit. And I, I, it's my personal favorite David O. Russell film, and I think it's it's highly regarded in certain ways, but it's also kind of forgotten. It's about four soldiers during the Gulf War who they're basically just bored and tired of the whole thing. And they hear about um, this big stash of Saddam Hussein's gold and they go after it. They go AWOL and go after it and they kind of get involved with some local stuff. I don't want to say too much, but... I was thinking of Street Kings, not Three Kings. (laughs) (laughs) I have the next pairing with that. Um, So off of Heist Movies is a movie... I actually haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm not sure how it's going to go. But it's a movie I loved and Nate thinks doesn't exist. So I wanted to prove him wrong. Wait, what movie? Quick Change. It was a vehicle What movie? I don't understand. Bill Murray. And I remember it being hilarious. It's got a clown on the, on the movie poster, so you yeah. know it's good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it has Randy Quaid in it. So. Oh. How can oh. it go wrong? We've never got a lot. A Quaid. lot could go wrong. <laughs> And I <laughs> oh, no. have the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody so, gave Patrick a Songs from the second floor, too. Songs <laughs> <laughs> from the third floor. They made a sequel. So I'm picking, instead of quick change, things change. John Amici. <laughs> David Meme is the director. <laughs> David <laughs> That's what it's called? David it was Mamet? written by David Mamet and <laughs> Shel Silverstein. Mamet? Mamet? Yeah. I'll call him Mamet because I like that. <laughs> Shel Silverstein? I call yeah. him. I love He's David always Mamet to me. He's always been Mamet to me. So. Uh, I'm but sorry. It stars that 
George Matanaga guy. Yeah. <laughs> George, George, George Montana. Don Amek. Ricky so, Jay. It looks like a fun little thing. Fun little oh, yeah. David it. Mamet movies are always just fun little things. Yeah. No, it's a fun fun little lighthearted comedy. Yeah, about, yeah. That's, David Mamet's about known a for that. Shoe shine salesman. It actually, it, it, according to IMDb, it is a comedy, but. His state in Maine is great, though. Oh, that state is, in Maine is, is brilliant. Movie. Yeah. Glengarry Glenn Ross is amazing. Yeah. Could be. Then again, I've also seen Spartan in Heist. He does have a movie called Heist. And yeah, if it's play style, then it'll be good. If it's not, then it won't. Okay. It's also written by Shel Silverstein, and that's yeah, really Wait, yeah, co-written by him. Yeah, he wasn't joking about that. No, I was. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Your which... picks have been nothing but interesting. <laughs> I was <gonna> You have to you have to give that to Patrick. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Exactly. Thank you. We need more back of punishment. <laughs> well, I'm oh, a little geez. disappointed that nobody picked Tower Heist as Ben Stiller and Eddie Murphy, but that's okay. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, next week or next month rather, we're going to be watching uh, heist movies starring David Mamet. <laughs> Who was Robert on the podcast? The tires. Yeah. Robert he's the right tire. there in the barn. He's looking at you right uh, now. No, he's, he's, down, he's downstairs. He's downstairs. Oh, guys, that's so mean. He's got his own room. It's fine. <laughs> when, <laughs> you guys know what happens if you cross when Robert. Pick you certain should movies really... that aren't really <laughs> yeah. attributed to anyone. He gets them. Yeah. Uh, he's a tire. Sentient tire. <laughs> that explodes <laughs> heads when he gets mad, so you should really bring him upstairs. Okay, yeah. I saw the photo. I'm like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Chicks digging. So you guys did that one then? Oh yeah. French okay. chicks. French You're welcome. Chicks like All right. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Yeah, we gotta end this.